Welcome to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist that is here to help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Now, here is your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, everyone. Good morning and good afternoon, depending on what side of the coast you're on. Welcome to Your Therapy Doctor. I am your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. I am so excited to be here with you and to have you listen in. We're going to be talking about mental health, all aspects of mental health. This show, show will be informative, educational, and hopefully fun. In the coming weeks, we're going to share some insight on just how important you are to setting the stage for your own mental health journey. This is such an amazing opportunity for me, and I'm so proud and so honored that we're going to spend the next hour together. Remember to subscribe to the show. Come back each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We are live. So let's get on with it. Today, we're going to talk about claiming and reclaiming mental health, how to break the stigma of mental health, the basic components of mental health. For instance, what is mental health? What is mental health hygiene? And what is mental illness? And then we're going to talk about the importance of mental health. And then we're going to wrap up and we're going to talk about what are some things that you can do today, here, right now, to help improve your mental health. So we're going to go to this point, how to break the stigma of mental health. It starts with each of us, one by one. Everyone plays a part in claiming and reclaiming mental health, knowing how to understand that mental health is not one size fit all. Everyone is unique, different. We walk different lives. It's about taking the time to honestly talk about the conditions and situations we face daily. Everyone has a perspective and a perception about mental health based on direct and indirect experiences. If you think about it, you can come to believe things in your life in very different ways. You look and listen to you, your environment, your family, and they help shape your beliefs in life. News, social media, all of those things play a part in how we view mental health, and the world around us. Your thoughts and beliefs and experience with mental health and mental health services are built from those indirect and direct experiences. So to increase a positive stigma of mental health, it starts with you and me. I hope to shed a positive light on helping each of us build a solid mental health perception and perspective. So let's talk about the basic, three basic components of mental health. The first one, what is mental health? What's an overview of it? 
sometimes when we hear the word mental health, we're like, oh, I'm not sick. I don't have a problem. Well, mental health is for everyone. Everyone has a responsibility for their own mental health. Here's why. It is simply an individual's ability to function in their everyday lives, cognitively, behaviorally, and emotionally in a healthy way. Here's a research point. According to the World Health Organization, mental health is a state of well-being in which the individual realizes their own abilities. They can cope with normal stresses of life. They can work productively and fruitfully and is able to contribute to their community. That is what mental health is. Mental health is your ability to be able to tune in, to be self-aware. When you take the time to think about all that it takes to be you on any given day, in any moment, you may be surprised just how much you do to manage your emotions, consider others, to make decisions to solve problems, or just to figure out like what's for dinner. That takes a lot of emotions sometimes and a healthy mental health. Trying to figure those things out. These components of how we show up in the world are essential and play a major role in our mental health. So I hope you, get a, you got a better understanding of what is mental health. Keep in mind, it is the way that we think, the way that we act, and the way that we feel. Now let's talk about what is mental health hygiene? Hygiene, that word is key. It's a process in which we take care of ourselves. So mental health hygiene deals with the science and the practice of maintaining and restoring mental health and of preventing mental health disorders. And we do that through education, early treatment, and public health measures. An example or examples of mental health hygiene is self-care. How do you take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, behaviorally? Do you do yoga? Do you do deep breathing exercises? Do you have a therapist? Do you have a close knit family, friend, group, or person that you can talk to no matter what. Exercise routines, that's a part of your hygiene. Going running, doing Pilates, boxing, whatever your process for taking care of your mental health, that's where we get the idea of what is mental health hygiene? Your practice, that's how you maintain and restore yourself. Now that we have that down, 
And let's talk about what is mental health illness? Well, this comes up quite often. Mental health illnesses are health conditions involving changes in the emotion, the way we think, or behave. Or it could be a combination of all three. Mental health is complex in that sometimes mental health illnesses are associated with distress or problems functioning in a social, a work or a family environment. Mental health illnesses can come about at different stages in one person's life. It starts from a childhood all the way through geriatric ages. Mental health can hit illnesses can hit us at different points. Why? Because life happens. Life happens without our permission. And quite often when we are not expecting it, life can get downright disrespectful. <laughs> it can. It can knock you on your back. And so when we think about mental health illnesses and disorders, the statement before, why it is important for you to take control of your mental health of your mental health hygiene so that we can keep at bay as much as possible those mental health disorders or illnesses. It is so important for us to take the time to invest in ourselves, learning, understanding what it means for us to take the reins of our own mental health. Depending on your culture, depending on your ethnicity, mental health can be a taboo. We're in 2022 now. Mental health in the society as a whole has become rampant. Mental health issues, mental health illnesses, mental health disorders, how we shape our perspectives and our perception of mental health is being played out in social media, is being played out in the news. You yourself have complete control of your mental health and how you take care of it. And we're going to go in and we're going to talk about what makes that happen for you. People in good mental health, they still feel sad. They feel angry. They can feel unhappy. That's a part of living a full life. That's a part of being human. It's how you respond to those feelings, to those emotions, to those situations that cause those emotional reactions. 
In spite of this, mental health has been often conceptualized, I would say, as just positive. Mental health is a range. You're human. You live life. You go out into the world. You interact with different people. Mental health is a range of thought processes and emotions and behavioral actions. Hopefully in a healthy way. Hopefully in a way that is conducive to you living your best life. Putting in those boundaries so that others respect your task, your charge for your own mental health. I hope everyone is having a good time listening in. If you have any questions, if you have any thoughts that you would like to share, we're going to give you in a moment a time and place for you to call in or email so that you can share your thoughts and your feelings. We're about to come up to a break, but before we get there, I want to recap for you. Mental health, the importance of mental health, we're gonna talk about when we get back, but we've learned a lot even in this just few minutes. We've talked about mental health, meaning that that part is you, all of you, how you show up in the world. Mental health is how we think, how we feel, how we act. And it can be impacted by the experiences that we have in our life. The full range of it, work, health, pandemic, vaccine, not vaccine. All of these things impact us. Social media impacts your mental health. Then we talked about mental health hygiene. How are you taking care of your mental health? What steps are you taking to ensure that you're good? It's so important that you begin to find out what it is that is going to help you to take care of you in the best way. Nobody knows that but you. Becoming self-aware, fully self-aware. Meaning every day, maybe taking time to take a breath because your day is long. When are you taking those breaks for you? That's your process. Your process becomes very important as you grow, as you age. And as you change the different aspects of your time. In a moment, we'll be back. We're going to be talking more about mental health. We're going to get into talking about the importance of mental health and what that means for you. Come back, stay with us. Remember to subscribe. 
Come back on Mondays. I would love to hear from you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866 472 5791. That's 866 472 5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and just listening to mental health. I am your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. We are talking about everything mental health. What is mental health? And now we're going to go into what's the important about mental health. Why should we be concerned? Well, mental health is important to us because it helps us cope with the stresses of life. As I stated before, like life happens. It happens without our permission. And quite often, it can be extremely disrespectful. It can also be exuberating. It could be exciting. Our lives, how we cope with those highs and lows of life depends on our mental health. Mental health is important also because it helps you with your physical health. Our bodies are connected with how we feel, how we think, and how we behave. If you think about it for a moment, when you're stressed or even when you're angry, if, if you ever get angry, <laughs> if you ever get angry, you will feel maybe your heart rate increases or you begin to sweat or you, your f- muscles become tense your jawline becomes tense and you begin to shiver or 
touch something just to get the energy out. Your mind is reacting to your situation. You're having thoughts. Your emotions are ignited. And then a behavior act happens. Most of the time when you are having any type of thought or emotion, the next thing that follows is a physical and a behavior reaction. So yes, mental health is extremely important. It's important because it also helps us have good relationships, good relationships. Remember, we're live. Make meaningful contributions to your community. If you're feeling good and you're doing well, you want to help others. You want to go out in your community and make a difference. Mental health also helps with you being productive at work. You're able to handle the deadlines the annoying co-workers, the good co-workers, that boss that is always on you about doing your best, even when you are. Your mental health helps you to keep your thoughts, your feelings, and your behavior in check. The importance of mental health helps you to realize your full potential. When you're in good mental health, you are able to dream big. You're motivated. You're able to take the steps to do what you feel you're able to do in life. Volunteering, mentoring, taking care of your family, taking care of an elder. All of these things are important and happen because you put mental health first. You take care of you. And because mental health is so closely related and impacts your physical health, it is extremely important. Because guess what? There are many different factors that can affect your mental health. Just like we can talk about those things that will help us, there are so many factors that can affect your mental health. Biological factors, some mental health problems, disorders, illnesses are out of our control. There are some that have biological factors, your genes, your brain chemistry, a traumatic injury in an accident could change your mental health. It could result in a mental health disorder or mental illness. 
Life experiences can affect your mental health. Trauma, abuse, and abuse can come in many forms. Abuse can come in neglect, not getting your basic needs met, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, PTSD can affect your mental health. And PTSD is not just for military. PTSD comes from a traumatic or devastating experience. And that can happen in everyday lives. Your family history of mental health problems could affect your mental health. Alcoholism, drug use, imprisonment, death of a loved one, failing health of a loved one, that could take a mental toll on a person. Your lifestyle could also affect your mental health. Diet. The American diet is so different from any other place around the world. We have so much preservatives, so much added sugars. We have layered flavoring for the food that we eat. It could start to play a role in your physical health, which will impact your mental health, how you feel about yourself, how you see yourself. That's important. Physical activity. We have so much, what, social media now. So we're either in front of our phones or we have our phones or in front of a TV. And now we have the pandemic. Most of the country is starting to move around quite well. However, there are certain pockets of the country where you're teleworking more or you're teleworking completely. And that's a change in how you stimulate your mind and your body because you're home. You're not driving out into the world and driving to an office or driving to a site or a field. You are going next door. You're going to the living room or the basement or your patio. Those different changes and aspects affect our mental health. But there is a way to fix it. There's a way to do your best. But first, what you have to figure out is, what are the signs that I might be having a mental health problem? What are the warning signs? How can I tell if I have a mental health problem? Well, you can do that in in several ways. Here are a few. Here are a few of the ways. If you have a change in your sleeping habits, if you're sleeping too much, 
or sleeping too little and it's out of the norm for you, then you may have something brewing in your mind that's keeping you from sleeping. That's your mental health. That's how you think, how you feel, how you're behaving. Another warning sign may be the changes in how you eat or what you eat or if you're eating or maybe you're eating too much. Hmm. Withdrawing from people, not participating in activities that you enjoy, lack of motivation, having low to no energy, having too high of an energy, hmm. feeling numb or like nothing matters. Those are warning signs that there's a problem, that something isn't quite right. Having unexplained aches and pains, stress and anxiety causes somatic behaviors. Somatic meaning because the mind isn't well, it doesn't send the right signals to the body. So the body may experience aches and pains, headaches, um, nervousness. If you're smoking, drinking, or using drugs way more than usual, Houston, we may have a problem. You need to, to take a look at that. And here's the thing. The people around you give you clues, too. You may hear things like this. Are you okay? You, you seem not to be yourself. Or you may hear someone say to you, I haven't seen you out lately. You usually come out with us at least once a month. We haven't seen you in months. And for you, time is just flying. Or time is not even in view. If you're feeling unusually confused, forgetful, angry, or having severe mood swings, these things cause problems in your mental health. Not being able to perform daily tasks like taking care of your kids, getting to work, meeting deadlines. Wow. All signs and warnings of an issue with mental health. Your body responds in the way that you think, feel, and act based on situations and experiences. This is one type of the mind and body connection. When you're stressed, when you're anxious, and when you're upset, your body reacts in a way that tells you something is or isn't quite right. That's why self-awareness is so important. How well do you really know yourself? 
Do you know what makes you tick? Do you know what makes you happy? Sad? Anxious? But most importantly, knowing those things is only one part of it. Why? Why are you happy? Why are you sad? Why are you stressed? And then what can you do about it? That's where your hygiene comes into play. Your mental health hygiene. Do you need to pay more attention to you? Do you need to take more time for you? I love this topic so much because I love helping people to understand that you are in more control of you than anyone else in the world. The only person that you will never be able to get rid of in your entire life uh, is you. You're the only person you will never be able to escape. And getting to know who you are, getting to know what makes you, you, will change and transform not only your life, but your mental health. You are on with Dr. Pauline Belton, and I am your therapy doctor. We're going to take another break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about what are those strategies and skills that we're going to need to help transform and improve our mental health. Come back. Stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Mental health education, awareness, relationships, self-care, mental health therapies, and topics surrounding trauma. Your therapy doctor, hosted by Dr. Pauline Belton, has it all. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and a board-certified hypnotherapist. She will help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Your Therapy Doctor, Mondays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. 
Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, everyone. I am back. This is Dr. Pauline Belton, and you are tuning in to Your Therapy Doctor. Thank you so much for joining us again. We're going to talk about and continue the mental health conversation. I've gotten a couple of questions that came in, and it's going to address that in just a moment. We're talking about now, what can you do to improve your mental health? What can you do to reclaim and claim mental health? And it, it's different for each person. It's different in what actually works for you. If you're in the city or you're in the country, you have different resources to activate behavior, meaning you have access to a gym. If you have access to a bike path, a running path, a walking path, then you have access to build a process for which you can maintain your own mental health. The first thing that I would like to suggest or say in in the path of mental health is, do you have a therapist? That is my passion. That is what I do. I'm not only a therapist, I am a hypnotherapist, as well as a mental health specialist, motivational speaker on mental health. So having someone to talk to who you can confide in, who is licensed and professional and able to guide you through the different ranges and aspects of mental health, something for you to think about. If you have insurance, if you don't have insurance, looking into a mental health professional gives you the opportunity to speak with someone who you can tell all you can discuss, bounce ideas off. That person almost becomes your own personal guru because you get to know each other, they get to know you, and they get to share all the vast knowledge and education that they have acquired. One step in taking care of your mental health, finding a therapist. Some people prefer a life coach. Research, and we'll talk about that next week. Here's another thing. Being able to express your feelings in an appropriate way. One of the things that is extremely difficult on mental health is keeping things in. When you're feeling stressed, sad, anxious, it causes physical problems. And keeping these feelings inside can make you feel worse. It can change how you think, how you, how you feel, but also how you behave. So one step into really 
doing what's best for you as far as your mental health is express your feelings in an appropriate way. Use I messages. I feel sad because, and then state what that is. I feel sad because you changed all the channels in the remote control. That made me sad because I had a routine of channels set for the shows that I watch. And you did not consider speaking to me before you changed all the channels. That made me sad. Instead of me keeping that in, not saying anything about it, and getting angrier and angrier. Not just sad, but now I'm angry because I'm in a state. The other thing, so expressing yourself, expressing your feelings in an appropriate way. Living a balanced life. Now, this becomes different for everyone as well. Step two, living a balanced life. You know, focusing on the things that you're grateful for, grateful for in life. Try not to obsess over like work and school and home. Those things are, are part of those things that lead to negative feelings. Your relationship or lack of. This doesn't mean you have to pretend to be happy. It means that you balance your life out. You may want to write in a journal, keep track of the feel-good moments, the peaceful moments that you have. Be careful not to stay at work or be at school so much that you don't enjoy being home. Take a vacation. Set up certain things that work for you. One of the things that really works for me is I have a stretching routine. I get up every morning. I meditate. I do my stretching exercises. I walk for 30 minutes. And then I get myself prepared and ready to come to work. And no, I don't have a magic clock. I start my morning, most mornings, between 4.30 and 5.30. And then I'm at work. But for me, it's not working because I love what I do. So balancing that out. Because I have a family, I have to cut that off at some point in the, in the afternoon and evening because they require my attention as well. And I require theirs. Taking time to vacation, taking time to really stay in touch with family and friends. And I have friends all over the country. So it takes time to balance your life out. The third step that I want us to really think about, and this is so important as well, 
Develop resilience. People with resilience are able to cope with stress in a healthy way. They're able to cope with life in a healthy way. Resilience can be learned and strengthened with different strategies. You know, finding a support system, keeping a positive view about yourself, keeping things in perspective, because life is not going to always, life experiences, let me make that correction, life experiences are not going to always be smooth, but that's okay. If you develop a strong sense of resilience, you're able to bounce back. Remember earlier when I was telling you that sometimes life can get extremely disrespectful. It can knock you on your back. Resilience is, even though life knocks you down, you might lay there for a few minutes just to get your composure, just to gather some perspective. And then you're going to slowly get yourself up. You may sit down. And then you may give yourself a self-talk. Okay, I got this. Let me take a deep breath. Let me take several deep breaths. Do I need to call someone? Should I call my therapist? Should I call my really good friend? Should I make a doctor's appointment? Then once I've thought myself through all of that and I get up and I start walking around, I go outside, I start doing things, interacting with the rest of the world, following through with my mental health hygiene. That's resilience. Because no matter what happens in life, you find the way to eventually get yourself back on track, get yourself in a healthy way. You don't stay there. Just because life does not ask your permission to be good or disrespectful. So those are three things that we just covered. Express your feelings in an appropriate way. You don't have to yell at people. You don't have to use, you know, explicit words. (laughs) Simply let them know how you feel and ask them not to do it again. If they don't, then you adjust when people don't. Live a balanced life. Have fun. Take care of yourself. Be with friends. Be with family. Travel. Develop a strong sense of resilience. That comeback. That get back. Making sure that you have a mental health hygiene in plan, in place. There's a plan for how you come back. I have a therapist. I have really good friends. 
have a wonderful husband, an awesome child, children, nieces, nephews, co-workers. And even if you say, I don't have those things, talk to your local doctor clinic or YMCA, local senior citizens. Find a way to be able to calm your mind and body. It has been my absolute pleasure and honor talking to you today about mental health, claiming and reclaiming your mental health. I want you to take in consideration. You are the most important person to you. Learn how to become resilient for you so that you can be resilient in your life for others. Claiming and mental and claiming mental health means I need to take care of me, my mind, my body, and my behavior. How I think, how I feel, and how I act. It all takes one step. Come back. Join me every Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. I am Dr. Pauline Belton, your therapy doctor. Thank you for joining me today. I'll see you next week where we'll be talking about how to get you ready for therapy. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Your Therapy Doctor. We hope we have given you some useful information to make your therapy journey easier. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.